This week on Faith Disrupted, we deep dive into our resolutions for the year and take a look at our daily quiet time with God. What does it look like now? What would we like it to look like? How the living do you fit it into your daily life? Michelle, Ursh and I discuss. Hello, Disruptors. Whoop, whoop. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Here we are again. Here we are. Lovely Here we to are. Be with you. Okay. <laughs> How is everyone? Super excited. Well. How about you? <laughs> I'm doing well. I had a great holiday and so I feel like I'm ready to go into the year. Yeah. Okay. But that feeling doesn't last long, does it? No, that's oh, true. Right <laughs> until the fifth day, boy. Let it have this twenty-four hours. <laughs> yeah, okay. Sorry, I've been back at work all this week, and yeah, it's just oh, not feeling great. No, it it is very that the first week back. You're back as well, aren't you, Shell? Yeah, yeah. I went back last week though, so the second week I just feel like, ah, oh, this is life now. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. But also tomorrow's Friday, and that's exciting. And there's a weekend, and yay! Good, 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 cool. So um, today is our regular podcast segments, which means that we're going to attack a topic. Yay! Um, and we just thought, after all that talk about resolutions and words and things, I think one of the common threads through all of it was that we all wanted to spend some more quiet time with God on a daily basis. So that's what we're going to talk about today. Cool. Love it. Awesome. Love it. Isn't um, it funny how we use those words, quiet time, devotional? I know. Mm, it really is, isn't it? We just kind of stick with our good old christian easy stuff. Yeah, because the the title I put on all our notes was Daily Devotions and that just took me mm. back to, I don't know, high school maybe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it just feels very religious maybe? Yeah. I think that's mm. definitely something you should do as a good Christian. Yeah. Yeah, that's it, isn't it's, it? <laughs> at least a couple of sermons a year will hone in on that, won't they? Yes. Yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think that word religious sticks for me and I think that my reflection around my word of the year um, of discipline is closely tied to the idea of a quiet time. Um, Mm. I remember the pastor we used to have um, would say, no Bible, no breakfast, as his little mantra. Mm. That, um, you know, the youth group, (laughs) young adults, but really, I know, I'm like, geez, can you have lunch still or a morning tea? Um, (laughs) I've been starving for years now. Um, Anyway, (laughs) but it was a a little mantra that sticks, right? I never particularly followed it, but I thought, but but it just highlights that sense of this is the bedrock. And, you know, it's that idea, I guess, isn't it, of um, it's a relationship. So, like any friend or family member, you put time in and you connect and that's how the relationship grows. So it kind of, you know, makes logical sense. But there's something about being told to do something and if you're not yeah. feeling it, it's like either you feel guilty for not doing it or you feel bored while doing it or you have an occasional enlightened moment where you feel really energised, has been my experience anyway over the years. Yeah. I think um, yeah. 
yeah, because it is taught, isn't it? It's such a discipline. It's something we should do, we have to do, good Christians should do. It all does come in that kind of light. But I think, you know, over time, like if you look at Christians over time, if you look at all different faiths over time, and if you look now at people who are pursuing spirituality, everyone talks about the importance of having quiet time, having time to meditate or pray or to think over things. Mm. Um, so I think, you know, it's an ancient practice that I can't think of the word, but it, it's for a reason. It works. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. for a reason. It makes life yeah, better. Yeah. It helps you, um, yeah, connect with God or whatever. So it's, um, yeah, definitely something valuable. And I think, I mean, I love it, but it does certainly go through the ebbs and flows and ups and downs and, and um, I think also as someone being on church staff for a while, it's it becomes really, I think it can become really messy in like what's Bible study to, you know, prepare a message and what's your yeah. devotional time just because you love God and what are you getting for your own life. And then that crossover between so often, and this doesn't have to be just someone on church staff, it could be anyone how often what God is bringing to your attention in your times, you know, with him is something for other people anyway. But mm. Or do you share it with other people to let people know that you've had a lovely quiet time and are getting something mm. actual God? Mm. If you don't share it on Facebook, it didn't happen. <laughs> mm. well, I used to have a great mentor that always, like the first question whenever I met up with her was, so what's been God? What what's God been talking to you about? And what scriptures are standing out to you? Mm-hmm. And it did make me like think every time before I cut off with her. <laughs> I better yeah. make sure I've had some yeah. time and I've got something. But uh, that was a question I often used as well with people because it can be a real guide to just your spirit health. Mm. You know, like I found fresh? Leviticus really speaking to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah no it's true though it is like whether it's scripture or yeah what what's God been saying to you you know what is he doing in your life at the moment is yeah it is a good question to ask and if it feels confronting there might be a little thing to reflect on around that yeah mm. do you yeah. feel like it needs to be or, or I guess in your own way the churches you grew up in or the kind of situations you had was it daily like obviously for me it was because breakfast is every day and therefore bible should be every day what was it for you guys is it a similar thing or has it been a bit more flexible no I think it was definitely encouraged daily and being someone who teaches um other people the importance of making exercise a habit Mm. I think very much the same thing is encouraged with um that quiet time is that make it a habit because that's just the easiest way to make it part of your life, which makes complete sense, but it doesn't make it easy. And then if you miss a day, you know, it's you, you're still probably, you know, your percentage is still pretty good. Yeah. As opposed to, <laughs> you know, if you're managing <laughs> once a month. I do extra time the next day. Yeah. <laughs> or read two oh. if you're in a Bible reading plan or a devotional yes. book. you got to oh, isn't that the worst? The, you do the double. <laughs> And then if you're doing a plan. Yeah, like this is that's right. Reset. I I think that's where it's really hard as perfectionists. Yes, it's true. You do just kind of say, well, if I can't do it properly, I'm not going to do it at all. Yeah. Can I tell you that I've read the first like 30 chapters of Psalms a lot? (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a lovely setting. I yeah. didn't tell you much beyond That's that. So really. funny. Yeah. So funny. They do say more and more though, like young people coming up, um, young people these days, that they're not reading the Bible. And I know that that seems to be a big stressor in lots of Bible reading-y type people. Um, <laughs> Who are they? Like scripture union. The scripture yeah. union and uh, pastors. Like it yep. seems to be a big thing now that they're trying Absolutely. to work out how do they get young people actually reading the Bible. Um mm. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think is the reason for that, that it's dropped off? I don't know. Social media, short attention span. One of the best things, though, that I was um, taught, I think it was like a Graham Cook thing, and he talks about rather than having a Bible reading plan, having a you know section of Scripture that is standing out to you and then like just sitting with that for like a month or two months and just getting everything you can out of it. Mm. Yeah, wow. And I think you could do that in the same way, like with just a scripture and maybe it's, I don't know, teaching kids how to connect to God. Yeah, because it's so countercultural. How to meditate. Yeah, how to be still and be quiet. We all struggle with it. So young people more so, I'm sure. And I think if you don't get the immediate return for your time invested, why would you keep doing it? Mm. So to be really brutally honest. Um, whereas yeah, you feel it's culture, yeah, but you feel something in worship. You go and get that sermon, and it gives you that insight that you needed, and all the external stuff, you know, because it's tied up with, I guess, technology and always being constantly engaged to, yeah, to truly mm. pause mm. and have, as I said at the start, like have some times where you're feeling really engaged and enlightened, and other times where it's not. Yeah, that discipline thing is hard to maintain. Mm. I listened to a great podcast during the week um, on the Reconstruct podcast, which I'll link up to the website for everyone. Um, But, yeah, it was saying, like you were saying, Shell, we're really good at um, like expressive or experiential worship Mm. Um, and we've just lost that art of um, looking inward and Mm. that whole being still and, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. I... um, like while my church over the years was very focused on Bible time and doing like Bible reflections, there obviously are all these other different spiritual disciplines. And I guess actually I must say even the church mm. at the time talked of those, but and I've kind of come back to them at different points. So I, I don't know if you've ever read The Celebration of Discipline by Richard Foster. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find it. I'm sure I've got it somewhere. Yeah. it Like it is a solid um, – I guess, go to around just seeing different expressions because I do feel like certainly in the evangelical charismatic space that I've been in, it it is about study of the Bible or of a book or Christian book, your sort of communal worship time, some prayer, some fasting, the kind of those pieces. Um, but there's actually, you know, other um, disciplines to draw on. So, and I'm just looking them up now because I don't know them off the top of my head as much as I should. Um, or even just like the old spiritual discipline of the examine where you actually pause at the end of each day and look at where God has been at work, uh, where you've missed opportunities and praying into yeah. the next day. Just those, you know, mm. it's um, I guess it's almost like a journaling thing. Yeah, I was thinking that, yeah. In many ways. but It is, and a lot of spiritual traditions are taking that those ideas now, whether they're Christian or not, you know, to True. 
study your day and how would you redo it over if you could and where could mm. you be more for tomorrow and what, what's your plan for tomorrow? Does anyone else find, like I, I must say I feel a bit um, thrown by that because, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I think about that. You know, people kind of really connecting with God or what's the difference between what Christians are doing and what other people are doing and tapping into their There's personal insight? There's not that much difference, I don't no, think. No, I don't think there is. And I think, I don't know, is it taking you closer to God? That can only be a good thing. That's right. And it's just such a, again, that's a paradigm shift to go, maybe God is in all of us and, you know, Oh, yeah, that's right. Like it's not this moment of peace. I know. Yeah, oh, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Oh, I know. We need to talk about universalism sometime. But yeah, there's yeah a lot there that yeah. I'm just like, mm, yeah, I can I can resonate I with mean, that. God doesn't physically speak to many people these days, so you know He is speaking just through our our feelings and our thoughts, and you know the the little coincidences that happen during the day. So. You know, those are the things we need to be concentrating on, not actually listening for his physical voice or whatever. So Yeah, and I think that's where, um, you know, again, like quiet time talks about a very solitary type of thing, which is important, but I think it's where community is at the heart of Christian faith as well. Like, yeah, God could be talking to you about a whole bunch of different things. So how do we decipher what's important, what's just us, what is a spiritual thought. And I think yeah. that has to, community has to play a part in that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, although there'll probably be, always be times where you have to go out on a limb and everyone thinks you're crazy and, it, you know, only time will tell <laughs> if yeah. God is in it. Um, I was just thinking back to that Richard Foster book because I remember in my circles, like the kind of more penty circles, um, a lot of people would say we shouldn't be looking at, you know, quiet times as a discipline, you know, as a habit, we should be looking at as a love language and as a love relationship. Mm. And, you know, and I don't think it's either or because uh, what they would say is like, how would you like it if your partner felt like they had to spend <laughs> 10 minutes with you every day and they had to write you a letter or, you know, it was mm. this idea of like a thing that you have to do. And that's fair enough. But at the same time, no one feels in love every day of their marriage either yeah well maybe someone does but you know there are times where you just go well this is the right thing to do and it'll (laughs) pay off in the long run you know (laughs) that's it it's got to be both yeah yeah it's a bit of both and isn't it if it's only one or the other well if it's only feeling lovey-dovey all the time I guess that's pretty cool but (laughs) it's um yeah perhaps not sustainable (laughs) in the long term Mm. I think it's interesting as well um, how it does change just with how life changes for you over time. So um, that in, I guess, more intense time when you've got the ability, the space, I don't know, when I was studying, working part-time, living at home, doing not much in terms of um, having to keep the house going. Uh, I had lots of disposable income and just disposable time that I, I could, you know, lie in a hammock listening to worship music and I could go for the walk through the forest and I could sit in the beanbag and do some journaling and reading and, yes. you know, it was mm. and it felt like life was busy but yeah, I could, cut, you know, I would make the effort to carve out the time and yet 
just things just ramp up from then on. I reckon, you know, even yeah, more. So, so I mean, who gets quiet time these days? Yeah. Like, what is, I don't even get quiet time when I'm sitting on the toilet in my house. Yeah, it's so true. There's yeah. always someone knocking on the door. Yeah. But then. <laughs> and I'm really not good at five o'clock in the morning. That's what I was just going to say. The, you know, the people that say, well, I'll set my alarm at five because my kids get up early and I've got to work stuff to do. And. I'm useless at five o'clock. Well, I know, but so when your kids go to bed, would you do 10 till 11 or something at night? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's not get too excited about the amount of time that we're doing. But, um, yeah, I'm probably, I am probably better at night. Like absolutely, yeah. I would say if I'm going to have an effective quiet time, I'm much better at night. So forget this no Bible, no breakfast. <laughs> You know, let's no not make red rules wine. No, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm much, I, I'd be much more inclined to do it at night. Okay, see, I'm not at all. I'm definitely a morning person, so I would just fall. Yeah, right. So but that's good to know. Just yeah, free yourself up. There's different times. Yeah, I think yeah. yeah in this stage of life, you do just have to um, do the best with what you can, and if that's you know listening to a podcast, listening mm. to Bible you know, like a Bible scripture. I used to have a like the Bible on CD, like read by women, oh, yeah. like Darlene Check and all these different Ooh. people. And that was like great. Like, you know, yep. in the car. Go to work. Yeah, it is. You know, there's different ways of doing it. And I think, yeah, those yeah. days of perhaps sitting around, you know, for a good chunk of time uninterrupted is just, you know, not there these days and it's great when it happens but yeah yeah but you've got to I think it's not daily yeah not daily yeah that's true (laughs) and I think that yeah I think I've fallen into the trap which I told myself I wouldn't but that I use that as the excuse so life is full it's just this stage of life and if I can't engage properly why should I bother and so it's just such Mm. an easy a lulled space to get into where you just I feel I've probably just got quite lazy about it um rather than as you say like grabbing those moments and and also reframing that those moments those that podcast that you listen to or that five minutes reading a couple of verses you know when you're doing your makeup is is can be these God moments and mm, yeah, that's God right. moments are all through the day as well. It doesn't have to be just when you're reading a verse or listening to worship music. Um, so it's just, it's mm-hmm. a, that's a big shift too. <laughs> to, um, yeah. to, to, I feel like I've had everything compartmentalized for so long that what, what does spirituality, spirituality and faith look like mm. permeating everywhere? But I do feel yeah. like if you, commit to some kind of regular quiet time then it opens you more to those daily moments 100 percent. yeah so it's a bit of a yeah it's like anything else it's the input that you put in you know it's like practicing a a musical instrument you can play it every day and it feel like it come to nothing and then in one moment you come out with something brilliant and it's because of all the years and days of work that you've put in Mm. that is a great analogy ish because yeah, because you and I both studied, like, did piano with the same teacher, didn't we, growing up. And I got to the point where I did two hours a day of practice and did, you know, grade eight crazy classical um, exam. So top of your game in a way, you know, if you want to call it a game. Ah, so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I, I basically stopped <laughs> and haven't touched the piano since I was 19 and now mm. the thought of sitting down to it just repulses me because I know what I could do 
and what I have done. Mm. And I'm so far from that. And the idea of doing two hours of scales and playing separate hands Mm. to get back to that point, I refuse. (laughs) (laughs) It's such a block. And I think that's a really good point because I still, when I think quiet time with God, I literally see myself as a 19-year-old in a hammock in my parents' backyard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it really is a mind game, isn't it, to um, reframe in a healthy way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I love that idea, like I remember hearing once, about like the five-minute check-in. So just have some point in your day that's like a five-minute check-in with God and take it wherever you can find that, whether that's yeah. – mm. uh, it sounds sacrilegious well, in, the, always a good in one. the toilet, but, you know, yeah, wherever. Yeah, yeah the car is a good one. Yeah. I Washing think those dishes. quiet moments are important though. Yeah, so I agree. Just creative thought and different ways of connecting that comes out of quiet and great for your mental health like just to quieten down everything and focus Mm. I think is really a very useful skill so that's that I suppose it's bringing that whole meditation thing in which a lot of Christians are quite scared by that word Mm. um, because they think of all the eastern mysticism type stuff but yeah I mean I think meditation as a spiritual practice is an amazing Mm. experience Mm. and super helpful yeah yeah yeah. So, like, what elements do you think have to be part of a devotional? Like, mm. do you have an ideal or a thing or is it just it shifts? I think my ideal kind of comes from what was very much drilled into us at church, which is I suppose that um, the soap kind of yeah. process mm-hmm. where you have the scripture, you – you know, you kind of analyse it, you know, what is it, scripture, observation, analysis, and then prayer. So it's quite formulaic. Um, it's you're kind of filling in the blanks. Mm. And as much as I love that kind of structure, I found that really limiting I suppose yeah. because I don't know if it's being a perfectionist and just having to do those four things all the time. <laughs> yeah. And again, I think it's a stage that too. Like I yes. think if you're a new Christian, like if you're someone like the three of us that have basically since you know childhood or teens grown up in the Christian faith, it's like not how much more new things can I find in the Bible because I know God's always revealing himself, but how much more new things can I find out of the scripture? You know, do I really have to write down what the context was and, you know, yeah. I'm like, I know it. It's just going through a rote activity. But if I didn't, yeah. But for yeah. some people they've got so no might... idea. So it would be really great, you know, if they actually found out what the context of what they're reading is about. Yeah, that's good. <gasps> yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't know if that soap thing came from Willow Creek or somewhere else, but I know that Bill Hybels has a, um, thing in his prayer book where he talks about when you've finished your like reading or you're praying or your soap I'm sure he talks about soap um, mm. he writes or he used to write an L in the middle of his journal page and it stood for listen not loser <laughs> it stood for listen <laughs> and the idea was then to make yourself stop and then just write down it's a bit like just write a stream of conscious thought write down what mm. comes to mind Mm. and like see that as the voice of God to you because you're in that state where you've you know you've got the mind of Christ and you're blah 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 you're open to hearing him 
Mm. And I incorporated mm. that for quite a while. And I think I still do that um, fairly often, just naturally. I don't write the L, mm. but mm. like that thing of, okay, what is God saying to me or in this moment? And I think that listening aspect is really important. Yes. It's an yes. anecdote. Anecdote. No, that's not the right word. Antidote? Antidote. <laughs> Good. It's an antidote to the just going through the motion. Yeah. Yeah. The list. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's really good. Yeah. So lately when I've been doing a Bible study as just to kind of move myself away from the soap, I've been doing more of that. It's probably more kind of a combination between journaling and, and Bible study is that just having a strict, a scripture mm. and sitting with that for a little while and then just kind of journaling, I suppose yeah. you'd say my thoughts, but you know, mm. maybe they're God's thoughts. Who knows? Um, and, yeah, just doing that yeah. a bit more than having a, a formula. Yeah, that's mm. good. Are you finding that more freeing? Yeah, I, I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And let's not get excited about how much I've done that. We're talking <laughs> very many You sound times, amazing. You should write a blog about it. <laughs> Instagram these moments, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I yeah, I find for me, and this is where I do get stuck. I think I got to a point a few years ago where I said I'd I'd rather do a few times a week having more interesting, engaging times with God than try to do every day and just cram it mm-hmm. and have it feel dry. Oh, you? amazing, Tam! Oh, I'm in the seventh <laughs> heavens. No, I haven't followed through. I'll be honest with you. But I still hold yeah. to that. Planning to do anything <laughs> a few times a week never works. Well, that's true. But I, when I, what I've spoken a bit about seeing a spiritual director, and if I was still in Melbourne, I would definitely be seeing her. So, like doing a retreat, half day retreat, and having a bit of spiritual direction um, once a quarter, even was really life giving because you've got because I'm external processes. So having someone just ask me questions really helps me unpack and then be able to go off and reflect off the back of that rather than having to go in cold because that doesn't naturally um, come to me. But then I also I do love um, being out and walking. So whether that used, you know, it used to be around um, Blackburn Lake in Melbourne and now i found um, a beautiful bay near me. So I drive to that and go for a walk and I'm doing that at least once a week. Um, and that is so life-giving and that helps me feel connected to God. So I yeah no I mean good. my husband is totally like that he does not read mm. anything really maybe his <laughs> Facebook posts he's just not a reader having yeah. said that like he grew up in that era where Bible memorization was really important so he yes. knows a lot of scriptures just they're there you know in a really amazing way and they come forward at you know opportune times but you know nine times out of ten if he gets any sort of like spiritual download or anything from god it's when he's just gone for a walk or he's out in nature Mm. you know Mm. and so everyone's going to have something that clicks a bit better for them and i think it's finding that and and then just being prepared that there is always whatever they say you know the dark night of the soul when whatever usually works for you doesn't work anymore you can't hear god and Mm. then it's like okay how do you find god anew and afresh in this moment Instead of just giving up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, speaking of husbands, Bruce is really engaged with, have you guys got the U version app? 
Yes, I do. Yeah, it's like a little yeah. holy Bible icon. There's yes. quite heaps of people that use it. Um, it's got the whole Bible in there. They have a lot of different plans that you can Ooh. sign up to and it actually sends you alerts to yeah, do like that each day. Yeah, Bruce kind mm-hmm. of like locks himself in the bathroom for about 10 minutes in the morning and the kids are screaming and banging and um, <laughs> doing crazy things. Um, but, yeah, it. I don't know. For some, again, he's not a real reader generally and hates technology. So, ironically, he is reading on his phone um regularly <laughs> but it is yeah he swears by it and he's I've, I've done a few of the plans I just need to choose one that's longer than five days because you know, once I'm, done, yeah. I'm like sweet I'm really good and then I forget yeah so. I have <laughs> accomplished that task <laughs> yeah but it, it is good like you, as a, as a rebel, <laughs> yeah exactly I, you would really, hate that. I don't I don't like it when I get alerts <laughs> because I just tell them to go away and don't tell me what to do. Mm. Yeah, right. I don't know what to do for you, Tab. I was just going to say that I'm going back to like for quite a while, like I have, yeah, just kind of gone on the whim of the scripture speaking to me and I'll just kind of delve into that and maybe I'll, you know, read a book about something and I'll delve into that. But this year I am trying to go back to like more of a like daily devotional short thing. So um, my nonna actually gave me this book, God Calling, which is a really old devotional, and she's had hers for since forever. And it's beautiful, Aww. and it's so short, and it's this tiny little book you can put in your pocket. And um, I'm just loving it. It's beautiful. It's so old. Oh, nice. It's by these two old women who have rem- remained anonymous. But there's some great, you know, like if you like to have a little read of something to prompt you every day, there's some mm. great stuff out there. I even remember, like, mm. in Year 12, they gave us all those My Utmost my utmost yeah. for His Highest books, and they were fantastic. Like, that's great. Yeah. You know, solid. Definitely. Solid. Um, there's a great compilation book by Henri Nguyen, who's oh, a Dutch Catholic yeah. guy. Beautiful. Um, beautiful book, The Only Necessary Thing, I think yeah. it's called. It's like a compilation of a lot of his books and sermons and quotes and ideas so mm. the chapters are quite short so you can mm. read one or half of one you know each day and that's like just blow your mind amazing so I've been using um Shauna Nyquist wrote a Ooh. devotional I think maybe a couple of years ago called Saver yes. so I've decided yeah. that this year I think I got to about January 8th last year <laughs> I've started again and I'm not going to worry about the date because yeah. that just makes yeah. me give up um, but I'm going to work my way through that this year. Just yeah, just to give it a little bit of structure. Yep. Mm. But um, is that yeah, a book or it an app? Nice to have time. Uh, yeah, it's a book. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you find you guys need to you choose things that aren't technology based? Definitely for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, actually, I find that it does help to go off technology mm. for my devotions. As as a very, you know, I'm usually linked into technology quite a lot of my day, and I think there's something nice about you know, going back to a paper Bible. Mm. Um, in saying that, the book is an e-book. I do read it on my Kindle, but I think that's a little bit different. But I still have my Bible there to reference the Bible verses yeah. and I write with a pen in yeah. a really nice notebook that I bought. That yeah, went, nothing know. better than getting fresh stationery <laughs> to mm, feel inspired. Yeah. yeah, it's good. But writing, as we all know, in learning does help you retain. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, it does stick with you. Cool. Well, I feel inspired. 
and mm. I'm not going to set my alarm yeah. at 5am, but I am going to do something first thing in the morning. Done. Yeah, good yeah. girl. Um, so thank you. Great ideas too. And we'll, yeah. can we get all those resources up on the link? That would be awesome because I'm going to steal yeah. those ones. Yeah, absolutely. They'll be up on the website when the um, when the podcast is up. Yay. So Ooh. just a few what I like to call housekeeping things. I've always wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. say that. It sounded good. Thanks. Yeah. So um, just a reminder that we've gone to this new little format. So our recommendations will be popping up um, next week on the podcast. So keep an ear out um, or an eye out for it. Also to note um, – that it seems like Facebook keeps changing and so I think even if you like our Facebook page, you probably won't see many of our posts because they're sort of apparently hiding all the Damn I know, all know. the member group stuff is harder to find. So sorry, I should say if you can join our little group, which is a closed community, it means anything you say is private. And also you'll get notifications if you're in that group. Um, another thing to do would be to join the mailing list because we will also tell you about cool things and link to interesting um stuff that we're finding online but also um just a way to stay in the loop yes so you can join that from the facebook page or from the website there's just a little form fill it out and and we're not going to sell lists our lists at this point anyway when we get offered a lot of money we might consider it (laughs) now it's your information is safe with us oh there's also a new instagram account go tam yes go tam yeah, it's there. There are some photos. That's good. Come and look at them. Yay. Love hat them. It's a very cool thing to do. <laughs> but also, which is pretty cool, we're feeling, I don't know, This is we're still in January, people, so we'll see how we go by April. But at the moment, we're starting strong. We're starting strong. <laughs> we actually have three blog pieces up on the website, um, which is another reason to get part of our small group and um, on the email list so we, you can see when those things pop up. Um, but they are a good read. I loved what both of you said. It was all about each of us wrote about what word or words we have for this year. Um, and it's inspiring and funny and insightful and um, I think it's worth a good read. So get on yeah. it. Fantastic. Tell your friends, man. We're going to go yeah. viral this year. And That's our goal collectively. People don't know about podcast people. Yeah. Need to spread the word. Do it for them. Yeah. Tell your friends yep. and subscribe. The gift that keeps giving. <laughs> yeah. It'll change your life. I promise. All right. Cool. See you next All right. Time. Well, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.